Welcome to Frankly Speaking on the TurfNet Radio Network. Here is your host, Dr. Frank Rossi. Welcome to Frankly Speaking. I'm your host, Frank Rossi, Associate Professor of Horticulture in the School of Integrative Plant Sciences here at Cornell University in beautiful central New York. And I'm part of the TurfNet community. And that community at TurfNet is our discussion on this pop-up episode of Frankly Speaking. And with me is my longtime pal, John Kiger, Director of Media Sales and Membership Services. John's been with TurfNet for 20 years. And I imagine the highlight of his career coming up recently with his expected management of the TurfNet hockey team in January. And John, you've been a leader of a lot of community activities, I have to say. It's one of the great parts of being uh, part of TurfNet all these years. Um, I started out in Super News with Brad Klein, came over, but we've been together a long time. And it's really been the community of people that you and Peter and John uh, have built up over the years that I've been really pleased to be part of. And we're here to talk about some more of those community activities, notably trips uh, over the pond is, seems to be your specialty for the conversation today, John. And why don't we start with that wonderful TurfNet trip you took recently to Scotland? Well, thanks, Frank. It's great to be here. After listening to so many podcasts, it's great to finally be a guest. Um, the last week in October, we had our annual TurfNet golf trip. And for the first time, we went to Scotland. And that involved spending five nights in St. Andrews. And we got all 19 golfers out on the old course, uh, which was not uh, guaranteed when we uh, set up the trip. And we played most of the courses in and around St. Andrews. Uh, We even contributed to a Central Scotland educational session. Um, Kevin Frank uh, from Michigan State was on the trip with us, and Kevin and I gave a couple presentations, and it was a great joint meeting between TurfNet uh, U.S. members and our Scottish counterparts, and that was organized by Gordon Moyer uh, of the St. Andrews Lynx. Who also Uh, gave you the tour of the property, right? He did, and it's really interesting because you know we'd been on on site for two or three days, and at the end of the day we had a chance to tour his facility. And when you get past the sort of aura that hey, this is you know the place that hosts you know, that has the old course at St Andrews, you're in a multi course maintenance facility and you've got fleets and equipment and you know all the different things that go out on the course and you've got the same uh, issues that that any multi course facility would have anywhere in the world yeah it's a it's a really big complex i'm very familiar with those kinds of complexes being around beth page where they have five golf courses in one location i think it's good for guys when they travel to see the scale of it and i just want to make a note i believe kevin frank is among if we had a ranking of phd golfers I got to believe Danny Berger's pretty good. I don't know. He's not been as good since he got hurt. But I think Kevin Frank may be uh, among the best golfers. He's pretty good for a South Dakota boy, isn't he? <laughs> it, um, he is a very good golfer. And Kevin and I actually played the old course uh, together on uh, Saturday um, when we were there. So that was a lot of fun, uh, going around the course with him. We also got out to Carnoustie. Um, we got a, a course walk there and a tour of the maintenance facilities there as they prepared for the, uh, open championship next year. So you and, saved yourself, you saved yourself the, the shame of being abused by that thing they call a golf course that they played that tournament on. That, that golf, I never felt more humiliated after, I think it was the fifth or sixth day of golf when I had visited Scotland once before. 
And I thought my game was in pretty good shape after several days of Lynx golf. And Carnoustie bring you to your knees with what looks like a good shot, too. Right. It was it was a great golf course. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch that, uh, to watch the Open in July, uh, having just been out there recently. And, of course, all the superintendents out there were great hosts in showing us around. We had kind of a fun thing at Carnoustie. They have, obviously, a, a copy of the Clara Jug uh, there on site as a host venue. And I asked if, if we could get an exception to have it taken out of the trophy cabinet. And so uh, to get, you know, obviously people coming over want to get their picture taken with it. But I got together with the with the head superintendent there on the championship course, uh, who I've known over the years with our uh, work with Bigga and so forth. And I said, let's not make this just a freebie. I said, um, it'll cost uh, the TurfNet members who want to get their picture taken with the trophy a donation to Bigga's Benevolent Fund. And everybody was on board with that. So we got it out of the cabinet. We were right there at the championship course. And I think we raised 150 pounds, which is somewhere in the neighborhood of $200 for the Bigga Benevolent Fund. And that's pretty much like the We One Fund where it helps out superintendents and stuff. So All right. We had a well, lot listen, thanks that. for mentioning uh, Bigga. That, uh, thanks for mentioning Bigga because the Bigga Conference, the BTME Conference is coming up, and that's the next activity we want to talk about today, and that's coming up pretty quickly. Uh, what do you want to tell us about that? When, where, how, why? Uh, well, the, the BTME Harrogate trip, and Frank, I know you've spoken at Harrogate over the years, and it's really a, a great compact show, and it's got a lot of good education to it. Well, this past January, we took five U.S. Uh, TurfNet members uh, to BTME, and they just really enjoyed the education and meeting some of their colleagues from over in the U.K. And this year, we've got another group of TurfNet members going over, uh, quite a few guys from the Chicago area. But basically, it's from January 19th until the 26th. We've got a couple days in the Manchester, Liverpool, Southport area, where we're doing a couple of course tours and a couple maintenance facility visits, um, just to kind of make sure everybody gets there with some of the travel hassles that can come up with a long trip like that, as well as just adjusting to the time change. You know, you don't want to hit hit a country and then be you know on deck and, and expect it to be fresh for education. Well, especially um, with with folks not uh, accustomed to jet lag, right? Jet lag is something and. And and typically at that time it's uh it's the typical uh you know Genesis blood on the rooftop song right um just you know English uh, tea a Wednesday play cloudy gray rainy you want to be inside um, it's a wonderful little town I particularly have loved the Turkish baths there in Harrogate John but that's not a visual image we want for radio so um, the the bigger conference uh, is really one that attracts a good international audience, long history uh, of good education up there. So we don't really have to say a lot about that. The, the guys that are speaking there really speak around the world. And, and really the, the sort of thing I like about going to these conferences outside of America is, is the broader perspective it gives us. And I, I would say, you know, for my, you know, lefty liberal Ithaca side here, that, that you know, being uh, more cognizant of the world uh, is probably a good thing for all all of us, uh, uh, you know, members of the American community. So that's a good part of the trip as well. Uh, and the pub life uh, that it spills over to. Any comments about the pub life? 
Yeah, it's interesting. The first time I went to Harrogate was two years ago, and I was there as a speaker. I spoke to their turf managers conference and had a couple of smaller sessions that were kind of career oriented. And I'd always been told that it was a very lively social scene and that it does carry on over into the pubs. But as a speaker, you always wonder, are people going to be partying too late into the night and not show up at your function the next morning? And I saw a very balanced um you know, people enjoyed going out to the pubs, but damn it, they were right there in the desk, you know, at 830 the next morning for all the speaking engagement. So it's a nice balance of responsibility, but it very much, I mean, the same, you know, 500 people that are sitting in the opening session that ends at 530 or, you know, across the street in some of the pubs, you know, from 630, seven o'clock. And um, I know, you know, the education is uh, just a, a little different mix of education than you might get here. Um and what's also interesting is, which you really don't think about, but you're sitting in these classes with people from a different professional culture. So, you know, what you're, you're learning along with them and you're learning, you know, from them. So I think it's a little different twist on education there. And the Ryder um, Cup is in Europe this coming year. So you got to believe there's going to be a bit of a buzz uh, about the Ryder Cup. So the Americans will have to make sure that someone's got some Hazeltine gear on or... Um, where is the Ryder Cup next time it comes back? Whistling Straits? Yes, it's Whistling Straits in Excellent. 2020. Right, so. so so that would be good uh, to bring over and give to Alejandro when you see him there. And, <laughs> right. and so as we as we get to our last um, uh, community trip, the, the Irish trip, that's coming up a year from now. But wait a minute. Is there any more room in the BTME trip? Um, yes, actually, as we've done with most of our TurfNet trips, we do a turnkey package, and that includes ground transportation from the Manchester area, our two days of course visits around Liverpool, getting to Harrogate, the housing in Harrogate, we're in some brand new apartments right across from the convention center, and then a couple of meals in our TurfNet reception as well. Uh, it also includes 16 hours of paid education plus membership in Biga. So it's a nice package for single occupancy or double occupancy. The dates are January 19th to the 26th, so it's just one week away. And uh, we do have a couple spots available. So if anybody would like uh, to consider doing that, even though it's fairly short notice, um, the airfare is still pretty reasonable, I think, because it's not a really well-traveled uh, time of the year for uh, things you know, between the U.S. and the U.K. Uh, but I would urge them to get in touch with me. Just go to the TurfNet website or send me an email at jkiger at turfnet.com. And uh, we'll try and uh, squeeze in one or two more folks. Okay. And, one, and a different trip that's got a lot of room in it is your trip to Ireland. So when is that? What's the one where? How are that? We are going to Ireland for the fifth time. We started doing these trips in 2009. And the dates on that are leaving the U.S. October 12th and staying until the 20th of October. It involves playing golf on seven days that we're over there. Uh, seven nights hotel, all the ground transportation, a few of our meals. And uh, this is going to be a really good Ireland trip. They're all good, but this one's going to be especially uh, good because we're playing three brand new courses that we've never visited as part of the TurfNet trip. And a fourth course that is Royal Portrush. We were talking about the Open Championship. And Portrush actually hosts the Open Championship in 2019, and uh, which you know obviously is just seven or eight months after we're going to be there. And when we were last in Ireland, which was 2015, uh, Portrush was actually building 
and renovating in anticipation of the Open Championship. So we saw all the diggers and everybody was taking pictures of all the renovations going on. And so now those are complete. We toured that when we were over in July. Um, and we, you know, we just get such a warm welcome from all the courses over there. And we're going to stay in three different cities. We'll be in Dublin. We'll be in a, the village of Carlingford, which is just really charming. Um, and our first time, we're going to stay overnight up in Northern Ireland. We're going to be up in Derry, which is very centrally located to the courses we need to reach when we're in that part of the, of the country. And um, this is especially a good trip. And we've had a lot of participation from uh, spouses and other family members. Um, so the, the way it works is first thing in the morning, everybody's up at the hotel and has the breakfast and that's included in the package. And we load up on a really nice, um, you know, leather trimmed coach bus and typically head to the golf course. So we unload that whoever's playing golf that day at the golf course. And then the non-golfers have the run of the coach for the rest of the day, pretty much. So for the next four or five hours, they'll visit all the heritage and historic sites in the area. And then the coach comes back, picks everybody up at the golf course. Everybody's together for dinner, uh, going out at night, uh, wake up the next morning, do the same thing all over again. And it's really been fun to see not only the camaraderie that all these trips generates among the TurfNet members, um, but especially for the Ireland trips, the amount of camaraderie among the non-golfers that are along with the group. And we usually have six or eight uh, at least non-golfers uh, who really get to know each other well mm. and uh, really have a good time as well. I got to tell you, I mean, I, I have to say, you know, to, as we wrap up the, the pop-up podcast, John, I can tell you for sure, one of the things that helps golf and I think gives not just golf, but what TurfNet has created this idea of, of how much more you enjoy a game or an activity when you can jo- when you can enjoy it with other people, the 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 buddy trips, the golf trips, the even trips with the spouses where they go do one thing and the golfers go do another thing, I think is 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 so vital to the whole experience, right? I mean, I think it's one of the things that is very hopeful for golf, right? It's it's something that golf still offers, and for those guys that have the time. Uh, to take away and make the time, all of us have the time, to make the time to have that experience, um, those experiences, as you can tell. And I hear you say, and many of my pals, like Fritz McMullen, talk about how transformative it is. You know, you just uh, you develop a relationship with the people there that's uh, long-lasting, and, and it's great that you guys keep doing these things over the years, John. So as we wrap up, it was a great trip to Scotland, a great trip coming up to BTME. And even looking forward to uh, Ireland, looks like you got a busy year of travel ahead of you. Uh, final thoughts before we wrap up. Well, I think we learned something about each one of these trips that we do. We've certainly learned about some things that we're doing this year for BTME from last year's trip. Um, the Ireland trip, for example, uh, we had a couple people on the trip in previous years that just weren't up to playing golf every day. Either their spouse was along and they wanted to do some of the touring. So we built a package into the Ireland trip for that person that doesn't want to play seven rounds of golf but still wants to play some golf. It's called the tee and tour package. So you get to play three or four of the courses that were already set up to play, but the other two, three or four days you're on the bus, you know, touring around or enjoying the village that we're, you know, that we're based in. So I just want to say, you know, we we learn from every one of these trips. Uh, we always ensure that they're a good time. 
And uh, we just urge anybody that's interested in learning more about it to obviously visit the website, uh, send me an email, again, jkiger at turfnet.com, uh, or contact us through the website, and we'll get you all the information and uh, hope that uh, people will consider coming along with us, if not to be BTME this year, BTME next year, or certainly for the, uh, the Ireland trip. Thanks for taking the time, John. Really appreciate all your leadership on this. I know that these are great experiences for you and all the TurfNet guys. Thank you all for joining me. It's Frankly Speaking on the TurfNet Radio Network. I'm Frank Rossi. Smart talk from leading thinkers and always Frankly Speaking. You have been listening to Frankly Speaking with host Dr. Frank Rossi on TurfNet Radio Network. Check back for schedules on future programs. Thanks for tuning in. 